0: Nine nine one FM, CKXS. Time once again for the All About Real Estate Show, our Saturday morning feature with Pete Ayler, who joins us from Riverside Realty. How are you today, Pete? Good, Greg. How are you? I am excellent, thanks. Good to have you in studio to talk a little bit about, well, investments, I guess, today. Is that the plan? We're going to talk about kind of purchases that you could use as an investment, maybe a second property. Is that where you want to go with today? Yeah,
1: show? I thought I'd talk a little bit today about, you know, just the investment rental properties in general, um, whether it be residential rentals or maybe commercial rentals or mixed use commercial residential. Um, the one thing that's been happening re- recently, it's a bit of a odd phenomena. Uh We've had quite a few uh, landlords that have reached out and looking to sell their, especially if it's a single-family home, right. looking to sell their single-family home that they're now using as a rental. Um, it's created a, a few issues because, of course, you know, uh, if you own a, a single-family home and you've owned it for quite a while and it's a rental, and especially if you've had a tenant in there as long-term tenant, right. the, the rent that you're getting today from that unit, has not kept up with market rent, so the landlords quite often are saying, Well, you know my house was worth a hundred thousand, and I was getting seven hundred or eight hundred dollars a month rent right that same house you know is now worth two hundred thousand, but i'm still just getting my seven or eight hundred dollars a month rent right. so so of course you know we we have to understand that if a person owns these properties as rental properties." As investment properties, they're looking at return on investment. So they have to look at, well, mm-hmm. if my property is actually worth two hundred thousand, and I can sell it for two hundred thousand, I can take that two hundred thousand and let's say reinvest it somewhere else, sure. and what will my return be? So, so which is mathematically, as an investor, sort of makes sense. Sure.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: falling How, right. <laughs> However, the problem we're, we're running into is that. Nine times out of 10, the people buying that property are going to
0: move in. Right. They don't want to rent it out. No, they're going to move into it, right? Right.
1: It's a first-time buyer, let's say, or or someone, a retiree, or someone coming from out of town looking for more affordable home housing. So what happens now is you've got a tenant who has paid, let's use $800 a month rent. They now have to find something. So now when they're moving into somewhere else, that same property that was getting seven or eight hundred, the rents now are twelve hundred mm-hmm. plus. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it's just it is what it is. That's what's happened. So what happens then, it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm a person who's renting, who's kind of on a budget, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm on a budget and I can afford eight hundred dollars a month rent, you know, plus my utilities and so on. And now the house that I'm living in just got sold and now I have to move because the person's moving in and now I have to find something. Well, just rent alone is probably going to go from 800 to at least 1200 So I've just increased my rental mm-hmm. uh, in my budget by 50%. So it's an issue, right? It, it, it's, it's an issue that I see both sides of. I understand why the landlord would, would be thinking of selling, and, and now all of a sudden we got this spike. I mean, who knows what will happen from here. So maybe the person says, well, hey, that investment has done well for me. I, I, I took a chance yeah. seven years ago. I rented it. It spiked. Well, maybe now's the time to sell it,
0: right? Mm-hmm. So the, the one question I have, let's say somebody buys a investment property and wants to continue renting it out. They can't increase the rent on the current renter, can they? That's aren't cr- they aren't that's, they protected? That's right. So right. that
1: so that's correct. The rule is that you can only increase the rent by certain percentages. That is something I guess if you're looking at both sides of this you're saying well if you are thinking of buying a a rental property you have to remember that if you're buying a property that has a tenant already in it, you have to, you know, you're you're buying it and you're sort of inheriting that tenant. Right. You're you're also assuming whatever rent they're paying, and the only increase you can do is is the the allowable increase, which I'll just say is two percent or something. Right. You know, give or take. If it's eight hundred dollars times two percent, I mean mm-hmm. that's not that much, nope. right? whereas if it was you're buying and it was vacant that same unit you could probably get 1200 a month for right, right? so so that's another interesting thing because the people selling them uh, a rental property is more valuable if it's vacant yeah versus having a tenant yeah. which is also flipped upside down for, from what it always was a property that was tenanted before was always more valuable because you could buy it and bang you had cash flow right, right away. Right. So so there's all these things that are, are coming into our market that are changing because of the increased value of property, right? And the increased value you right. know, in rent, rental fees. I
0: think the one lesson that you should be learning from this, if you're thinking about investing, you got to talk to a real estate agent, right? Because yes. that's your job. That's that's Absolutely. where you come in to say, okay, here's what's going to happen if you bought this property. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be a better fit because it's empty. Exactly. Um, this is has a tenant that's been there for several years. And according to the tenant rules they get to stay when you buy it unless you're going to live in it right and then it's a total different story
1: yeah if you're buying if you, so if you're buying a, a property and there's a tenant yep. in it the rule there is is that there's a form that it's i think it's an n i forget n11 or n12 or something and it it's one that is served to the tenant so once you've bought it the landlord serves the tenant right. saying that the new buyer is moving in and then the rule is 60 days from the time they pay their rent. So today, you know, let's say today is the first. So right. so today, you could give notice today and it would be 60 days. If you give notice tomorrow and they pay on the first, it, it actually increases by a right. month. But bottom line is 60 days and then you can move in as an owner, as, right. a, as, a, as a new purchaser and an owner moving in, you're allowed.
0: Okay, l- now let me ask the, the tricky question here. If you bought it, you lived in it for a year and then decided to rent it out again. Are there any restrictions? I, I believe there? a year is, is what year? you're supposed
1: yeah. to live in it. Once you buy it, you're, you're supposed to have either yourself or an immediate family. Right. So it's like if I buy it, it's my 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 kids or I yep. believe my parents could move in. I can't. It can't be like an uncle or something like that right. or a step brother. It has to kind of be immediate family, right? Um, and I don't know, you know, whether. I, I believe that they're sort of cracking down on that rule right now because of you know a lot of people are sort of mm-hmm. you know bending the rules, saying, "Oh yeah, I'm moving in," and yeah. they never do. But but it, it's it's created a an interesting dynamic in the rental um, sort of the the investment properties, um, you know, because of all these f- formulas that right. are coming into it now. And I, and I sort of, I mean, I understand on a, an investor side, like what, you know, if you, if you put your investor yeah. hat on, I, I get what they're You're doing.
0: Do, the dollar and the bottom line, but man, oof, I feel sorry for the people that rent apartments right absolutely. now, Absolutely. Right? I mean, I have to more go, apartments. absolutely. Mm-hmm. We need, we need, we need more, well, back to the need, yes, more yeah.
1: need <laughs> for residential. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I, I'm, I feel terrible as well because I'll go into a place where there's a tenant. You know, and I'm kind of the front line here, and you know, and I walk in, and I have to sort of. They're
0: probably not real happy to see you. No, I, I mean, bet, that, and I get it, right? They're thinking know, that they got to find a place to stay now, and yeah. probably gonna have to pay more. And absolutely, oof, it's yeah. it's a
1: tough situation, you know. And I, and you know, and I, and I, I try to explain to the tenants, look, this is why, like, yeah. they're not doing it because they don't like you or because you're a bad tenant, yeah. this is the numbers, right? I can mean, I
0: sell a property, okay, if I had a property and I had a tenant living in it, can I make it one of my, um, what do you call conditions? it? Conditions. Conditions, that that tenant stays there if I sell you this house? You can, but it'll affect the value. Sure, I right? get that, yeah, yeah. okay. So, but and you
1: can, I mean, you you could say, look, I'll sell you this, but you have to keep my tenant. right. I mean,
0: some people wouldn't like that. And it might, you're right. It might bring down it the value. It would, and, it would affect the value, let's right. say. Right. I
1: mean, let's say if it's someone wants to move in, well, they're not going to buy it. Cause now it's like, yeah. well, no, I want to move into the property. Right. I don't, you know, so, but yeah, there, there, you could do that. You could have that as, a, or you could at least have that as a preference. Yep. Uh, I've had that before where the, this, you know, the seller is saying, look, it would, it would be preferred if you could find an investor to, to reinvest you know that could could happen
0: okay all right good info today for those that are thinking about investments down the road here Uh, if you're looking at buying a house you got a few listings today i see pete
1: yes we do all right
0: stay tuned we're going to go through the listings coming up for you around the area coming up in just a little bit it's the all about real estate show brought to you by riverside realty on 99 1fm all right back again the all about real estate show uh, we had a little bit of a stretch there where listings were hard to come by, but uh, that has all changed now a lot of them popping up I understand.
1: yeah, we've certainly had a pretty good run um, you know I'd say in the last two to three weeks we've had more listings come up and and which has been good because it's 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 eased a bit of the pressure. Um, you know you do have a little bit more choice, mm-hmm. which is nice for buyers. Um, yeah, so I just thought I'd run through a quick list here. I mean, we'll start in Wallsburg. Um we've got a few of them here. We've got s- starting at thirty-two Montgomery at one sixty nine nine. We've got three fifteen King at one seventy nine nine. We got seven hundred seventy nine Albert at one ninety nine nine. And then we've got so those are if you think about it, I mean you got three properties there under two hundred. Yep. So Again, we talked investment properties or first-time buyers or, you know, downsizers. I mean, those would be all good choices, reasonably affordable. Then we got one, uh, 79 Baxter we've got at, uh, nine nine. And again, in these days that seems to be an affordable, it's a pretty nice place. And then we've got a spectacular one over on Charles Crescent, 70 Charles. It's got the the four bedrooms, two story, full basement, uh, beautiful in ground pool, triple car garage. So if you're looking to really, you know, mm-hmm. find your forever home, that's an awesome one there on Charles. Then we go out to Port Lambton. We have a new listing on the Parkway, uh, Parkway between the house and the and the river with yep. a dock out front, 4464 St Clair Parkway, beautiful. Very well kept. It's an older home, but it's a very, very well kept, you know, a lot of a lot of original stuff inside, but some nice modern things. Uh three three bedroom, uh two bath, uh nice, nice place for if you want to get out on the water. It's nice an look awesome, at the water. Awesome, awesome spot. Then if we go out to uh the country, we do have a couple of country properties. They've been quite popular lately. Um the one we have, the first one is at 9112 uh, Oldfield Line, out, yep. call it halfway to Chatham or on the way to Chatham. And then another one out a little closer to Dresden is 11381 uh, Claymore Line. So both country properties. So uh, if you're looking for the country, you're looking for water, you're looking for beautiful house of the pool, you're mm-hmm. looking for affordable. And we also have some interesting commercial listings as well. So just go on to our, re- our website, riversite.com. You can see all these listings. And, uh, you know, if you're interested in any of those or any kind of real estate uh, information or questions, reach out to any one of our team. Um, you know, when we talk about investment properties and commercial, I mean, we have we have lots of resources within our team. We have a lot of experience and and if one of our guys don't know the answer we we lean on the others and and we can uh, definitely help you out with any kind of real estate-related uh, questions or concerns.
0: It's always a sigh of relief at the end of the show because I'm like, oh, good, my house is not listed again. <laughs> Another week, I get to live in the same place. One more, one more week. Yeah, yeah I told
1: I told Kelly, I'll let her know. <laughs>
0: we have time. <laughs> He's Pete Aller, He's in on the All About Real Estate Show with Riverside Realty. Thanks a lot, Pete, for this week's show. We'll see you next week. Okay, thanks.